Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome to Festpod, the unofficial download festival guide. I'm Neil Wilkinson. This is the place for news and rumours about the festival, advice for going, and your chance to get involved and ask your questions too. So now let's welcome my fellow host. As usual, we have Lee Ellingham. How are you doing? Oh, I've just finished work and I thought, do you know what? I want to do a podcast today, so let's do one. Let's do one. Uh, we are on the socials, so look for us by searching for FestPod. Say hi, ask our advice, just chime in with whatever you want. We'd love to hear from you, whatever you've got to say. Uh, so let's get started with some news, some festival news. We have, unfortunately, not great news to start with. There has been a price increase for tickets on download, hasn't there? Yeah, uh, they they gave us a pre warning to this happening, um, and obviously once early they, they always every year um, once the early bird tickets are sold, they'll increase the price. Um, but it just seems, personally, I think it's 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 unnecessary. Like I know I know we've all had a really shit, and we've all struggled the last two years. Obviously, um, the the arts industry more than more than anyone really. Um, but I mean, to increase the price again from early bird to a normal ticket and then to another increase, it's a bit much, I think. How much has it gone up by? It's gone up to 270 or 268 to be exact um, before fees and other um, additional charges. Um, so and it's gone up by about 20 quid. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I mean, it was £250 already, which I thought was, was fairly reasonable for what happens at download. And I'm thinking that with the price going up to 270, maybe there's some more things in the pipeline that they're not quite ready to announce yet. That's almost um, make the increase reasonable. Like what, if it, maybe they've got something in the pipeline to surprise us with that will, yeah, maybe make 270 pounds. Headliner, some real A-list band um, that they had to pay a little bit of extra millions for. W- would you say that's a, a good enough reason to to hike up the price twenty quid? Yeah, potentially. I mean, again, like like, like obviously with all the headlines really being announced for twenty twenty two, that's it may be unlikely. Then again, they may be planning for twenty twenty three. Um, maybe there's a massive band in the pipeline ready to ready to go for 2023 that they needed to to put the prices up. Maybe, um, but yeah, I mean, if they, if they were to turn around and say we are doing an extra day, here's your headliner and here's the rest of the band for that extra day, then sweet. But I, I think that an extra day is just it's just not it's not viable for so many reasons. Without us knowing exactly why they've put the price up, 
it's it seems a little bit cheeky to me and to me it does um but i mean it is what it is um if people are people um, who haven't bought tickets are happy to pay that then all the more to them i imagine a lot of us have already rolled our tickets over and everyone's bought their tickets already some people um, wait to the last minute, though, don't they? So uh, that's some. <laughs> I've, I've 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 known. I, I mean, you know, when we've um, we've been in the queue for um, uh, for download, and you're at the ticket office um, next to the queue. You've got people in the queue, like buying their tickets there. I think that's mad. Uh, I mean, yeah. What, what if it sells out? You can't just rock up. You know what I mean? It, it, it's strange. I mean, it, it hasn't sold out since 2012. Um, but even but so, like if you like if you were going to go on holiday, let's say you, you'd buy your tickets before the day that you plan to fly out, wouldn't you? <laughs> that would make an exciting holiday, though. You rock up to an airport, right? What's the next flight going now? I'm going to pick that one. Yeah, well, yeah, um, you'd have to yeah, be all right with that, wouldn't you? Yeah, generally, I, I think I don't think it's necessary. Um, it, Without knowing why that they've done this, it's hard yeah. to sort of justify it to us, isn't it? Yeah, and I mean, there are other festivals that are a lot cheaper. Even bigger festivals um, are cheaper, and it just makes you think. Like, what, what, I hope they've got something planned. Like you said, without knowing the reasons as to why, it is a bit cheeky, and that's why I'm trying to be optimistic and thinking maybe there is something in the pipeline. Maybe they've got something planned for, for to surprise us all over the weekend. At Nearly 270 quid just for the tickets. Mm. Um, that is, it puts it at the most expensive festival that I can think of. Um, yeah. So um, we will be going through the, the prices of all the other festivals later on in our guide, by the way. So you'll get a, a bit of more perspective on what other places are charging. But it is it is now the most expensive festival i mean not that i don't enjoy it whenever i go but is it is it worth 270 quid well this is the thing i mean obviously we we posted it on the on the on the on the socials and some of the comments back are saying um i've already got my down the ticket sort sorted or it's it's worth this it's worth the money and that's brilliant i mean Obviously, we, we we rolled our tickets over, then bought into the V bought into the the ROP um, for twenty twenty two, and we 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 go. We've been going every year since well, I have since about two thousand and fifteen, and no real intention to stop going. So I mean, there's going to be tons of people like me that that will just blindly buy the ticket and go because it's, it's some people's holiday yeah. um, for the year, and uh, yeah, I I. I, I if you're happy to pay it, then crack on. Um, I still think it's a little bit steep, but I mean, I always enjoy myself whenever I go. So, I mean, I, yeah, I think I, suppose I, I don't you know. You have to consider that it, it is basically a week away, isn't it? It's a week's camping. If you want it to be that, it's a week away. It's a week's holiday. It's potentially 10 different gigs for th- um, over th- over th- um, over three days or three days each, you know, you you work you work out how many bands you're going to see over the weekend, and 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 if you if you were to see again ten bands on the Friday, ten bands on those that's thirty bands, you, you're only paying about a ten or a band, roughly, which isn't bad and considering some, some of the acts that they have on. 
Exactly. Um, I mean, whilst whilst we can sit here and say we don't we don't we don't think it's necessary and, and, and almost like disapprove of it, but we can also see the flip side of it. That I mean, you do get um, you do get your money's worth because again, is it, obviously, if you manage to see a lot of bands, as long as you're not asleep for the entire weekend. <laughs> Oh, don't. Um, I mean, what's the point of doing it? What's the point of going away to a festival and sleeping for the whole weekend? Yeah, or getting so <laughs> off your face that you don't see anybody or appreciate any of it. That only happens to me on a Thursday, and I'm not doing it this time. I'm, I'm not going to do you. it in 2020. <laughs> no, I know you're not. I know you're not. I'm, I'm not and that's not what I was. That's not what I'm getting. I'm, I'm not. I don't mean to sound defensive, but. Obviously, because I did it last year, I really regretted it because there were some good bands on the takeover last year. And yeah, and yeah, I, I, I will not be getting hammered that I actually fall asleep. <laughs> I want to be pleasantly drunk the way we were at the pilot. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And and, <laughs> and then hanging for the rest of the, the festival um, and not drinking much more because you don't want to get, you don't want to make your headache worse. Yeah, that's a nice way to be. <laughs> Maybe we maybe we should maybe we should prepare more for the hangover than rather than just the drinking. Yeah, so we can wake up or not so you can wake up the day after you've had a, a load and right, right, where's the paracetamol at? Right, where's the where's the energy drinks? Where's the coffee? Let's 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 let's, let's liven ourselves up for the rest of the weekend. So you'll need to save up an extra twenty quid or so uh to buy your download ticket. But um I'll be honest, it's not gonna put me off. <laughs> um I'm still gonna no, be I mean, there. I mean, I mean, I might, I say this every year, I might reconsider 2023, but again, I've said said that every year for the last three years, I may not do the festival the year after, but I mean, I, I, yeah, I've got no intention to not go, whether it even be just for a day ticket or maybe slip, slip into three days, but um, yeah. I've not long since finished the um, third video of our download pilot experience this year and uh this this is the sunday the final day which is when you went home um i don't know if it's because you weren't there that i saw more bands but i did see a lot of bands and the quality was just so good on that sunday Mm -hmm. um there's so much that i loved i didn't just enjoy it i really loved it and i will follow a lot of the bands that i saw um and when you see things like that, it, it really brings home the value to you and, and how much you love the festival and the scene and the people there. And when, when you've got that sort of feeling, you, you, you know, despite the price hike, you're still thinking, oh, I can't wait for next year. Yeah, um, I mean, even after 2016, um, which was an absolute dire year for again the, the weather, um, and obviously there was a lot of bands that weekend that had obviously cancelled. Um, yeah, still going to come out the next year. <laughs> and I mean, that, I mean, what you what you just said then about me going and then you seeing more bands is why I always say before I go, I will research as many of the bands I, could, I possibly can, listen to as many as I can to plan my weekend out. Um, and if say you or Dave don't want to follow me to that band, then Sodja, then you get to enjoy. I mean, while you're on your own, you can enjoy enjoy it the way you want to enjoy it. Yeah, um, absolutely. You can enjoy it in your own way. Yeah. Um, now there are some uh, announcements 
about tours from bands. Uh, people are going on festivals um, for, uh, is it next year? Yeah. So since the last podcast we did, which was roughly about two weeks ago, um, there's been about four or five festival announcements um, regarding their bands. Arctan Gen, which is in August, they announced some of their lineup. The headliners, Opeth, and they've announced a few other bands, obviously, down, down the list. Uh, Tesseract, Cult of Luna, A.A. Williams, who was playing Download in 2022. Bloodstock made a made a festival announcement as well. Um, they announced a lot of their um, headliners for their the, the Sophie Lancaster stage, their second stage. Sleep Token, who again are playing Download in um, in 2022. They played the pilot. Um, I can't recommend anybody. Um, I can't really recommend seeing them more because they were fantastic at the pilot. You and they just Bloodstock brought out a new album. Yeah, don't you? It's been three times since 2017. I missed out on 2018, uh, regrettably, because that looked like an amazing weekend. But yeah, went this year and it was fantastic. No, it's 2019. I missed. Excuse me. But the, yeah, this year was 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 brilliant. Is yeah. that an annual thing for you as well? Not so much. I think. <laughs> Whilst we were on the subject, obviously, prices and that, I mean, you can't do too many in a year, not just because, obviously, I mean, the face value of the ticket um, could be fine eight months prior to the festival, but then when you get to the festival, you, you, you do end up spending a few hundred quid every time and sometimes not got that saved up. So for next year, we, we being me and my wife, um, we are, we're waiting for the lineup to be announced and then potentially doing day tickets. Oh, sure, yeah. It's not too far away from you, is it? It's in the Midlands. It's not too far from download. So it's about an hour, hour and a little bit. So are you going to get the, I mean, at the very least, would you be going to get a day ticket for Sleep Token? Potentially. But um, seeing as there's two of us going, we we would have to sort of sit down and um, work out what's the best day for both of us. Because whilst my wife isn't as keen as I am on Sleep Token, there will be other bands potentially on that Friday that she would want to see. So it's, I love uh, their new album. I think it's just great. It's not what I was expecting, I have to say, but I, I loved it. I did. If you've, if, if you've listened to the first album they made, this new one does make sense in their sort of style. They do their music, but there is sort of, I mean, I saw this at the, the pilot. There is a strange aura about them. They're a very spiritual band and they put that into their show and it's in their music and I find it absolutely fantastic. The, the new album is brilliant. It's um, beautiful. I mean, just to watch them as well, and when, when we saw them at the pilot, just just a, a mesmerising performance, and there's an atmosphere when you watch them that you, it's, it's I, I hesitate to say magical, but it's the something, there's something about it, isn't there? You've said three words there that... I've been wanting to describe them as and felt as if maybe I'm going too far. Beautiful, <laughs> magical, just to, just to name two of them. And I just think, yes, that's exactly how I feel on it as well, because the new, it is, that's exactly how to describe the new album. Yeah, mm, absolutely. If you haven't heard it, give it a listen, honestly. Um, it's, I, I like I say, having seen them live and then hearing this album, it wasn't necessarily what I was expecting, but I really enjoyed it. So yeah. who else is uh, on tour? Um, so, on to, still on the, the Bloodstock, um, Hatebreed have been announced as one of the headlines on the Sophie stage. And if you're if you're a big fan of Malevolence or bands such as like them, Malevolence, 
give Hate Breed a go. Um, they are absolutely fantastic. Um, I think I've Necro seen Hate Actually, I really like them. Yes, they played download a couple of years ago, um, and because I saw them the, the year before at Bloodstock, um, yeah, I had to be there. You, you've got to be really in the thick of it. They are a really, really, really good band. <laughs> were you um, uh, right there? up the front? Were you? I was, I was, um, I was in my, I was in my, I was in my twenties. I was able to mosh. I'm now in my thirties and, you know, starting to feel it a little bit. Okay. Well, <laughs> <laughs> um, who else was at Bloodstock? Uh, Necro Goblicon, um, which is goblin metal or goblin hardcore. Honestly, <laughs> it's, they are fucking brilliant. I can, I, do you know I what? Can. I don't know why I'm surprised to hit when I hear these new genres of metal, goblin metal, I've never heard of that oh, before. Honestly, they're fantastic. The music they do is is brilliant. Um, they they bring out this bloke dressed as a goblin on stage. He does nothing but just stand there and and just be goblin like, <laughs> like yeah, Fez in the Happy Mondays, just dancing or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. I, again, I don't, if they're they're doing the Thursday night at Bloodstock, which doesn't do day tickets, so at the minute. With there being a limited amount of um, VIP tickets available for Bloodstock, um, we would have to, I'd have to have an influx of cash for me to just say, right, fuck it, let's just go. Mm. But you yeah. love it, uh, also, yeah, I'm sure you'll. I'm sure you'll get a weekend ticket. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. I mean, we, we, we really enjoy the VIP experience, and I don't think we'd want to do anything else. Have you only ever been there VIP so- there? No, we do. I we did the the first year we went. We did the um we did the standard camping. We went to quiet camping, um because their standard camping is just an all night party. It's ridiculous. Oh, like, so they, it's like they blue don't camp stop. download. That's it. Yeah, it's it's just like that. They don't stop. <laughs> um, so to try and find a sort of a quiet camping, which we did, was fine. But VIP because there's so much that happens, so much extra at VIP at Bloodstock. We always tend to do that to that more and they've they've threatened i suppose is, is, is the word to use that they are likely to sell out vip tickets quite quickly so we are so we're we're holding out for as long as possible um but i think because i'm really because i'm because i've spent a lot on download for next year um we will see how how that pans out See, it's hard to go back into it to standard camping once you've had the RIP experience. It, this is what this is this is what I'm worried about um, with with download because I can't afford six hundred pound every year for download. Um, it's it, it's it's crazy. Oh um, my how much god, the RIP is, but the, the difference in experience is night and day. Oh my god, you'll never see me in standard camping ever again for anything. Oh my god. Um, but then I'm 38, you know, I don't, I'm not, I'm not 22. I'm not going to these festivals like, like, you know, and, and camping in blue camp and getting wild every night. Um, I'm, you know, I'm still enjoying myself, but I'm not there to, you know, no, I I think, I think if, if I can't, if I can't do RIP for whatever reason, um, I'll be booking a, a quiet camp ticket just because, Whilst I whilst I love the party atmosphere, love the bands in that, I don't mind a bit of a late night, but 
I've got to have my sleep. And if I can't sleep properly, then it's a bit of a nightmare. It's like you and me at the download pilot. We got absolutely, completely shit-faced on Jack Daniels on that first night. Um, And that is more pissed than I can remember being for a very long time. Um, Mm. And we had a great night it was it was fabulous we had such a such a laugh we met all these people we we went we went and uh, enjoyed the music and um the silent disco yeah i i to be honest would like to be able to remember a bit more of it but no i do too <laughs> from what i remember we had a great time but yes. it's not the same thing as you know I, you know i would like to be i'd like to be able to do that and then have a lovely night's sleep. Yes, absolutely. Uh, I, I, I couldn't agree with you more, to be honest. Yeah. So have we got all of the new oh, Woodstock bands? Uh, no, I, I know. We keep, we keep fucking going off on tangents, but there's a few more that I'm going to mention. Um, so this is, is this a the full lineup they've announced or something? No, 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 no. I've only got, I've only got like two or three more bands to mention. <laughs> okay, no, I just wondered because there's quite a few. They, they, they normally dribble out, don't they? Yeah, they would dribble out fucking out. Um, <laughs> fuck's sake. They, um, they announced 12, and I'm only mentioning half of them. Okay. Um, so my next one um, is a band called Party Cannon. They're what's known as Party Slam. Sort of, uh, it's, yeah, it's just called, there's a genre of old, old music called Slam, and they are what's called Party Slam. If you ever see them on a on a lineup, they are the most brightly coloured name on any lineup. If you so the Bloodstock T-shirts that they had planned, obviously it was all black and white, apart from their their logo. And I love the fact that it just brings a little bit of colour to what is usually just like um for metalheads, it's usually just an all black coloured clothing sort of mm. thing. Um, but yeah, they bring a little bit of colour. And uh, I've heard a few of their songs, and I would happily see them whenever i get the chance yeah i'm curious I've, I've seen a little bit about them and and from them but never actually seen them or heard them so I'm, I'm i want to check them out and see what i think properly party cannon yeah yeah uh who else um a name that we should all re- remember or recognize ginger they were due to play bloodstock this year but because of the, the international corridor whatever they called it whatever the government called it um they couldn't do it so they had to pull out and another band i mentioned this band because we put up a tiktok the other day and this band was mentioned in that tiktok in the in the tiktok this person said they thought they'd heard the heaviest song ever made by this band lorna shaw until they had heard a song by another band called in gloom so i thought i'm gonna check out lorna shaw if they're as heavy as this person says and oh my god yeah it's it's heavy shit if you love your your heavy post hardcore sort of stuff give give Lorna Shaw a view in a bloodstock Ooh, that's i see i love this because i'm I, I literally would do that based on your recommendation there see this is this is why i love these sort of smaller festivals because they start throwing out names that you've never heard before and you end up finding like a diamond in the rough and they end up they could potentially become your new favorite band mm, yeah mm. i think and that's 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 why one i'm going to go through a few of the uh, smaller festivals two it is why i really I, I really want to go um to a few of them but i think that's something that's something for in the future when maybe one year that i don't do download but again i don't know <laughs> yeah when's that gonna happen <laughs> oh exactly 
2000 Trees announced their final headliner, Idols. I'd never heard of Idols, but they seem to be getting a really, really, really good response. So hopefully that will uh, please some people. Young Guns have also been announced, as have Pup. Um, I think Pup have played Download before, to again, a, a very a very positive response. And a band that I think you saw at the pilot, Chubby and the Gang. Oh, they're amazing. They're so good. They're a punk band. They're just so, they're so much fun. They're brilliant. Great to watch. Yeah, they're playing 2000 Trees in July. So if you need, if you want to get yourself a ticket, crack on. Yeah, they are. If you haven't seen them, they are in our video actually on uh, the Sunday of our download pilot coverage. So give that a look on the Wilco Productions YouTube page. Next festival, this one pulled in my heartstrings a little bit. If I have to, if I have to be honest, um, it's called Teddy Rocks. Um, I did a, we did a post about it. Basically, this was a cover band festival that started out. Um, in 2011, I believe, um, to raise money for a children's charity. I can't remember the top of my head what the charity is called, unfortunately, but it is on our post on our socials at FestPod. And they've been year after year just raising money for this children's charity. And I think 2019, they raised over over £100,000 for this charity. And wow. every year between the day they started and the last time that they were able to go ahead, the money has just got more and more and more. And the, and the, the acts have got bigger and bigger. I mean, they've had bands like Feeder, who are a massive British band. Yeah. And for 2022, their headliners are Eagles of Death Metal, the Fratellis. We've also got on the lineup uh, Seethen Akira, who will be playing the Takeover at Download next year. They've also got Skin Dread. We all have a bit of Skin Dread. Oh, yes. Um, Dream State, who have played Download a few times the last few years. Um, and New and Faulkner. But yeah, I, I, I think that that whole festival, I'd love to just be able to go and say like, and give towards that charity because it seems to be doing so much. It started out as a small cover band gig and has become this, this big two-day festival. What does the charity help? Um, it's a children's charity. I'm not 100% on what exactly it does for these, this, these children part of this charity. But I mean, if, if there's anything positive towards these children, it can't be too bad. I'm sure it's very good. Should, it sounds. I should, sound I should good. have looked into. I should have looked into it a bit more. So I apologise, but please, if you, if uh, if if you get a chance, um, have a look at Teddy Rocks um, and have a look at their lineup and have a look what they're they're all about because um, it would be uh, a worthy cause to to pay your ticket money to. Oh, absolutely! I'm sure we'd all rather um, help a charitable cause with our ticket fees. You know, if that extra twenty quid that we're spending on download was going to charity, I'd happily pay. Oh, me too. Um, that's a very good point, actually. Yeah. Um, the, I mean, Download do have the odd charitable cause there. Um, they have Oxfam there every year. Uh, everyone knows what Oxfam is. The Samaritans um, are there every year as well. Yep. Um, and they have the Sophie Lancaster um, Foundation charity there, which, um, oh, I've got to get this right. It stands for Stamp Out Hatred, Prejudice, Injustice Everywhere. It was basically put together for the death of Sophie Lancaster, where she was basically um, beaten to death trying to protect her boyfriend. And this was years and years and years ago. They did a, um, a two-part TV program on it as well on BBC iPlayer, if you've not heard of the incident. So she was attacked um, because of the way she looks. Exactly, yeah. And she was, she was um, uh, I think, the, dressed in, in sort of alternative style clothing. Yeah. 
her boyfriend was her boyfriend was attacked and 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 because of her he survived this is this is the thing that 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 makes me blood boil she put her life at risk to basically save her boyfriend because he was attacked for being different and then she ends up being beaten up because she was different if i see them at a festival i will always put my money in their charity box or buy some of their merchandise um because i think that's a worthy that's a worthy cause because nobody should feel negative about the way that or who they are Exactly. Yeah. To put it bluntly. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I, the the last thing I would want to do is look like everybody else, um, and certainly would not like to be attacked for it. Uh, so, yeah, absolutely support them. So, I don't know if you've ever heard of a festival called Tech Fest. I have, have heard, heard of, of them, but only because of you. <laughs> Aha. Well, they've branched off a little bit to do another another festival. I think they do it every year. It's called Tech Abilitation. Say it with me. Tech, Tech abilitation. So it's almost like a mini festival towards the end of the year. Obviously, festival season goes, and then they do their own sort of mini festival. Um, I think it's only, I think it's only a couple of days. But they've announced bands on the lineup: uh, Ghost of Atlantis, who I believe I think they follow us on Instagram. We a do, lot of people which do. Is cool. They do, which is cool because they are a really good band. Um, you've also got Red Method and Borders who are both playing the the Bordy Takeover at Download on the Thursday night. Can you explain what Bordy Takeover is? Because I've never really understood what it is. Of course I can. A Bordy Takeover is the... I think the I think Bordy just comes from like the, a forum, like forum board. So you know the forum, uh, the, the Download forum? Yeah. Uh, the organisers of that, they organise basically a seven-act night in the doghouse tent for unsigned bands, which I think is fantastic because we, 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 we need to be getting more and more into the unsigned bands so they can become signed and become bigger. Right, so Bordy, um, like a chat board or what do they call it? I don't know what their name is, but... I think so. I think, I think, so. I think that's where they get their name from. Rather if there's anyone board, on... which is what I thought it was. <laughs> oh, no. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, this is why I don't know what it is. This is why I never got it. No, um, I mean I assume because of like you say like the chat board. Yeah, I assume that's again it's the boardy takeover. So these people are on the um, on the chat board. They're, yes, they're on the forum. Um, there's two lovely ladies that, that, that run the two uh, lovely ladies. Ah, uh, yes, they run the the forum, and then they also put on the Thursday night in the doghouse. Obviously, with um, they've increased the number of bands to seven. Um, for Thursday night now. And this is where I discovered Envisions. And we all know Lee likes Envisions and is seeing them in December. I can't wait. And actually, as I talk, I believe, yeah, I've got Josh from Envisions actually talking to me now on Instagram, the drummer. Oh, you? <laughs> Yay. Yeah. Um, I messaged him the other night. He, put, he posted something. I messaged him the other night about Have it. Have you and slid just, into um, his DMs? I slid, in, I slid into Josh Hardy from Envisions DMs. <laughs> Okay, go on. We want to know. We want deets. We need to know. No, I asked. So basically, he posted something. He posted that meme with the person who looks absolutely knackered and and said, "Um, when you're over thirty, and the headliner finally comes on, <laughs> and obviously you're knackered." So obviously, I can relate to that as we as I think anyone over the age of thirty can. Time for bed. And I'm yeah. I messaged it. I messaged him saying, "Mate, the pilot was so difficult." And I'm going to need extra training for your for your show in December. And he's just messaged me back saying, haha, sames. Oh, so love is blossoming. Well, you know, he's probably got to fight my wife and I've got to fight his girlfriend. But yeah, I think so. Yeah, exactly. 
Is it? Is he the drummer? He is. Yeah. I know you like your drummer. Yeah. So cool um, man. <laughs> drummer's arms. Um, there is one more um, festival. Um, it's called Rocking in the Bowl, which is a three-day festival in Sheffield. Is it? Um, so the only reason I react like that is because I'm originally from Sheffield, and I just didn't realise they had things like that. I thought you, I thought you might react like that um, because of obviously being Sheffield. Um, and it seems that the, the headliners, or at least the three acts that I recognised on their on their lineup, Orange Goblin. Diamond Head and King Creature are all sort of a classic rock style type of music. So maybe if you're into your classic rocks, uh, classic rock and classic metal type music, give it a bash. Um, it's only 50 quid for three days. Hey, that's a bargain. So, and they'll love that exactly. in Sheffield. Yeah. There you go. Um, Value for money. I mean, I'm, I'm just... I'm still waiting for a festival to crop up in like, like um, in Bicester or Oxfordshire or even in High Wycombe where I used to live. Because, you know, it's around the corner. It'd be nice. Do you know what? There may one day be a Festpod festival, which we can put on where you live. <laughs> oh my God. Can you imagine? I think my, I think my life would be made. I, I think uh, that, 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 that's the dream, isn't it? That's why we're doing what we're doing now is to be able to put on a festival and have the likes of, because when, in, when Envisions get to like an ACDC status, I'll have them headlining. Yeah. Hey, Sleep Token. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I think we could have a longer conversation about this. Actually, who would we have? Not, not for now. Not for now. Thing is, just, just, just briefly. Thing is, though, if you start putting all your favourite bands into one festival, I mean, the clashes are going to be insane, and you're not going to be able to see any of them. This is very true. <laughs> We've got all of our lineups, new the new additions added now. There's news about Tool. Yeah, they have announced a European tour, obviously, which is stopping over onto this little island in the form of Manchester, Birmingham, and London. And they recently announced they've had to put an extra London date in um, because they sold out the London date within hours of the tickets going on sale. There's also one date um, just over the just briefly over the water in Dublin. Those are all the UK and Ireland dates um, or venues. I'm not sure when it is actually. I should have pre- I should have prepared that. Yeah. I apologize. <laughs> Preparation is key. It is, but do you know what? There's so much written down on this piece of on these pieces of paper that do you know what? The the, the dates are just not important. They're in Manchester. They're in Birmingham. They're it's in London twice. At That's some what... point. Yeah, there you go. At some point in the future. There will be a tool gig somewhere. <laughs> There's a few of them in this country alone. So, yeah, if you like tool and you like gigs, just go on Google and look for yourself. What are you asking us for? We don't know. Yeah. Well, we don't do this podcast to help people. God. What else we got? Red Hot Chili Peppers. That's am- do you know what? That's amazing because I think the guitarist, um, they, the the guitarist left them for a while and now is back. And they did um, sort of a, a, they put a video up on their social media of like breaking news and had him re- reintroduced into the band and then announced they're doing a a world tour. Now, if they were announced for download in 2023, I think I could happily <laughs> I could happily pay the extra twenty pounds for the ticket. 
I mean, I'd, I'd be very happy if they did play, actually, because I'll, you know, like you, I'll, I'll watch them. I'm not crazy about them. But I'll watch them. I'm the same. I was the same with Tool, though. I wasn't crazy about the fact that Tool were headlined because I like some of their songs, but I'm not really like fully invested in them. The same with Red Hot Chili Peppers. But Red Hot Chili Peppers, who would have never headlined Download ever, they're, yes, they're an older band, but they would be a new headliner to Download, which is something that we all crave for Download, is, is for newer newer um, headliners. And Red Hot Chili Peppers would be one of them. we haven't seen before. Yeah. And they are an A-list, you know, they are a proper world-class touring band, aren't they? Exactly. And yeah, if that's what the extra 20 quid is supposed to go towards, despite despite the ticket price being for this year, hey, £270 to see Red Hot Chili Peppers. I mean, they, they, they would sell out stadiums. They would sell out the likes of Glastonbury. So to have them a download would be amazing. Absolutely, yeah. They are a, a proper heritage band, aren't they? Yeah. But yeah, they've they've actually they've only announced that they are doing a world tour. They've not announced any dates or venues. So this time round, I don't have dates to tell you. No, though I should. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Well, we'll keep our eyes on 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 that one then. Not literally, because you'd you'd sting your eye, wouldn't you, with a hot chili pepper? Sorry, dad Oof, joke. That would hurt. That that that, 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 that would that would hurt. Uh, so we have some new music that we need to be across. There's quite a bit of new music out at the moment, isn't there? There's loads. I don't, know what, I don't know what's happened. Uh, maybe it's just the fact that we've been away from the podcast for so long. And now we did our, our longer podcast last week. We're now doing this one. And I thought, right, I want to find out new music now. And on my word, I found a lot of new music from bands that you'll all recognize. Wargasm have released the track Salma Hayek, um, which they they performed at Download Pilot and at Bloodstock for the first times before releasing out as a as a single. Um, so I recommend that. It is a very, very good track. Limp Biscuit. I can't remember the last time Limp Biscuit released any music. No, I can't. So this is a so this is a big one. And and the song. And you mentioned your dad joke a minute ago. The track the title track for this is called Dad Vibes. <laughs> oh that's great for me then. I'll have a listen to that. <laughs> It's a fantastic track. If you remember, for, like again, back back in like the early two thousands when Limbisco were big and they did their proper rap metal and the, the rap music, that's exactly what this song is. And and I absolutely love it. I found myself mashed a smile on my face, nodding my head to it because it is absolutely brilliant. I'd watch them if they played Download. I'd definitely go and see them. I'd be up the front. I've seen them. I saw them play with Corn a few years ago, and it was just a massive party. I bet you were creaming your knickers, weren't you, with Corn? You're fucking right. I was with Limbiscuit and Corn. I was creaming my knickers. It was, they were absolutely amazing. To anybody that hasn't seen them or is planning on ever seeing them, do it because it's just one massive party. Wow, I bet it was. Yeah, yeah. Um, bullet for um, oh, bollocks. <laughs> Bring me the horizon. So I've got bullet for my Valentine on my mind because I've just been watching them on the latest download pilot video that we made. Um, that literally. To be fair. To be fair, they do have a new track out as well. Um, (laughs) Yeah, if you bear with me, hold on. It's called um, it's called Rainbow Veins. Oh, that sounds lovely. And again, it's not too bad. It's 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 your typical bullet for my Valentine track, and it is actually quite a good one. Um, So if you're if you're if you're a fan and you haven't heard it yet, do it next. Um, Bring bring me me the horizon. horizon. Yeah, we got there eventually. 
Bring Me the Horizon, the song called Die For You. Um, if you've if you've not heard it, it will be so strange to you. It is a it is almost quite a poppy sort of track, um, synthesizers and stuff like that. And it's I really, really enjoyed it. And a lot of the hardcore Bring Me the Horizon fans have, have absolutely loved it. And they recently played a tour in the UK a couple of weeks ago. And the responses from them have been amazing. And I truly believe they should be headlining download soon. Um, I mean, I know a lot of people, because of, the, because of their change in style of music, because people are a bit negative about them, I, 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 I still believe they could, sm- they could smash download easily. Yeah, I mean, if, um, if Biffy Clyro can, uh, can be there on the main stage, then, then so can they. Oh, big time. Ghost. <laughs> Yeah, Ghost have got a new track out. Um, I'm not sure when this one actually came out, um, but it's called Hunter's Moon. Um, I listened to it today. It's a typical Ghost track. Nothing wrong with that. It is really, really good. It's really easy, really catchy. And it's also got quite, quite a bit of a, a messily, um, rocky sort of bridge to it, which again, is really good. Listen to it. Do you, Go listen. Do you buy music anymore? No. If 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 I buy an album, a CD, like again, a CD album, because I don't I don't have myself a um a record player, unfortunately, I'd love to get one. But as buying albums go, it's got to be a band that I'm like, again that I'm fully sort of invested in. Corn, Gojira, those sorts of bands. My 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 favourite bands. I I that's where I buy my albums. Um, Enda Shikari, I think I bought recently. I think. So you do buy albums then. Sometimes, yeah, it's, it's got to be it's got to be a particular band for me to buy them. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, you wouldn't just buy it. It's not like you're, you're twelve and you buy any old crap. Unfortunately, unfortunately, Spotify is just so bleeding convenient. Yeah, I mean, yeah, absolutely. I've always got that viewpoint of um, I want the band to know that I like what they've done, and I want them to earn some cash out of their hard work. So. Um, I mean, the, my go-to is Royal Blood. So I, I've bought their latest album about twice. I've bought it on digital download, and I bought uh, a CD version. I've bought, I don't know how much merchandise. Um, that There are other people who go f- much further than me because, of course, there are vinyl versions now available, and they have pink vinyl, they have orange vinyl, they have God knows what vinyl, all sorts, different kinds, all with the same album, but it just looks different. And so it's collectible. And so that's how you get the money in, isn't it, now as a band? Because you're not getting the same money as you would have done if there hadn't been digital streaming. Yeah. I did see um, a chap on our Instagram who had bought, who had intended to buy one vinyl record of theirs. And he was sent three sleep token albums or vinyl by mistake. He bought, he he claims he bought one and got sent three. How weird. And two of them were different colors. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, he's laughing. Yeah, exactly. I think that's brilliant. Yeah, exactly. You don't, you don't complain about that, do you? No. Yeah. Um, who else have we got that's made new music recently? Volbeat, who are playing Download in 2022. They've released a track called Shotgun Blues. It's a typical Volbeat track. Johnny Cash Metal, as I call them. It's brilliant. Mastodon, who are playing Download next year as well. They've got a new track called Tear Drinker, a very, very good Mastodon track that I can't recommend more. Trivium. 
I love Trivium. If you don't know, Matt Heafy, lead singer from Trivium, runs his own Twitch page, and he's just a massive nerd. And I think he's 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 an absolutely fantastic person as well as obviously musician. Um, so I I, w- I will always try and listen to their music because they came Trivium came out on the scene when I was a teenager, and they were the same age as as me and my friends. So I mean that's one thing. That's one reason why we got into them because they were kids doing that sort of music the same time that we were in school and you just think there's a little bit of jealousy because you just think like fuck you you've made it at the age of bloody 15 well done but i wish that was me <laughs> <laughs> yeah well um and then we've got white chapel yep they've released a track called a blood-soaked symphony i was intrigued by this because the video was quite a gory one um, I think it had a little sort of a church setting, but it was quite gory. And I'm, I'm really into my horror movies and my gory movies, so I thought I'd just check out the video. It is an absolute banger. Recommended to anyone that likes Whitechapel or likes that sort of post-hardcore type genre of music. Nice. Uh, one other band. One 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 other band that I I I discovered a band today. Oh, that's um, always fun. Go on. Yeah, again, I was just going through the new the, the the new metal playlist on Spotify, and this band popped up. Um, they're called Four Stroke Baron. Um, the song was called Prostitute Parts Two. Prostitute Parts Two. Yes, there's a part one somewhere. I haven't I haven't heard it, but uh, apparently there's a part two, and I was instantly hooked. Not by the name. Um, I was instantly hooked by the vocals. So the, the music itself is sort of proggy, tall type music. Now, to some, that may not be up their alley, but the tracks aren't long and uh, they drag, they don't drag out as much as tall. But the, the sounds, like the bass, sound very similar. The vocals is what drew me in. Sort of Robert Smith from The Cure, Duran no Duran, Duran Duran, Lightning Seeds, sort of type-esque vocals. Oh my God, I can't even and, imagine this. <laughs> no, honestly, honestly uh, if I had to recommend any band that I've listed today, this would be the one to, to listen to. Four Stroke Baron. I think they're probably my new favourite band this year. They are absolutely fantastic. Um, and I hope to see them on a festival lineup or at least a tour this year because they have got, with this new track coming out, I assume they've got an album to go with it. Right. Well, uh, we'll keep that one in mind. We'll uh, keep our eyes peeled for any new prostitute parts. (laughs) (laughs) Prostitute parts. (laughs) (laughs) So that is all the festival news and new music. Next, we're going to get some advice about going to download and other festivals in the guide. In this section, we'll try and answer your questions about what it's like to go to Download Festival and other festivals, things we recommend and things to avoid. This time, 2022 festivals. All about next year. Let's run through some of the other festival ticket prices for next year because, um, you know, I think it's fair to say that we're curious... We're festival curious um, about uh, other metal festivals, you know, because there's there's a lot of newer ones, a lot of smaller ones that perhaps we haven't been to and we hear about them and we're interested and we want to know what they might be like. Um, Now, the price does 
very wildly. As we've already said in the news, Download is pretty much the most expensive festival that you can pay for. Although you get a lot yeah, of money. I mean- yeah, I mean, whilst 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 we can look at the price and just and um, be negative about the price, obviously there is a lot involved in download. But the, the the issue that I have is is that it's more expensive currently, more expensive than than what Glastonbury was last sold at. Glastonbury was the 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 tickets that went on sale for Glastonbury twenty twenty um, were two hundred and sixty five pounds. That always sells out. That's a 200,000 person capacity festival with over a hundred different stages, big and small. Um, there's so much going on that I think 265 pounds justifies what happens at Glastonbury. I mean, they've, they've, they've had bands like Gorgira, Venom Prison, um, or, uh, in their own, in one section of Glastonbury. Um, performing. I mean, Glastonbury is like a town, it's like a festival town, um, the size of it. So, I mean, it, the, that price to me justifies going to Glastonbury. Um, and, and this is why I keep thinking, I'm hoping that Download have got something up their sleeve, not the, not to the size of Glastonbury, but hopefully they've got something up their sleeve to justify the new price. Oh, yeah. But again, we will we'll have to wait and see to see if see if something anything happens with that. The thing is that uh, you've got to remember the capacity for Glastonbury is huge. It's so it's, big. It, it's it's double download. Download's capacity is a hundred thousand people, and it's it's double that. And there there is just so much going on at Glastonbury. Now, I'm, I'm saying this as someone who's never been. Obviously, I have friends who have been, and they, they told me their experiences. If you look into Glastonbury, you can see, obviously, just the, the amount of stuff that goes on. And I think the price justifies it. But you've got to be you've got to be in it to win it sort of type thing with Glastonbury. You've got to be on their mailing list. You've got to get onto the, the – you've got – You've got to put a deposit down on your ticket um, before you actually are able to buy it because they sell out instantly. The second they go on sale, hundreds of thousands, even 200,000s of people will snap their tickets up. They're like gold dust. The same can't be said of Download, which doesn't sell out every year. No, Download hasn't sold out since 20, 2012. Which, which again, I don't like sounding negative about Download because we because we love the festival and hence why we've been every year. This is just a bit of a, a shock to the system, I think, that the, the price has increased by by what it has without giving us any sort of. Well, no one likes paying um, more for something that they were paying less for last time. Yeah, especially when like 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 you said quite quickly was that we've not been told if there's anyth- anything new is happening to justify the price increase. So again, I say I say this hopefully that something is going to be announced that justifies the increase. Yeah, so it's it's half download is half the capacity of Glastonbury and doesn't sell out every year. Um so yeah, you'd hope that Live Nation, who owns and runs Download, has got something very interesting up their sleeve. I mean, we can only speculate at this point, but who knows? <laughs> now, Reading and Leeds are two festivals which are probably next biggest, aren't they? Yeah, they they sell out. Um, um, they've sold out a few times the last few years as well. 
Um, and a price of £235, which again, there is a lot, their capacity is a little bit bigger than Download. There is a lot more going on at these festivals. Um, to and again, to justify the £235, I, th- I think it does. You won't catch me there. Um, <laughs> I, 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 couldn't, I, I couldn't think of anything worse than to go to Reading Festival, unfortunately. If it's not the lineup, because the lineup is quite varied, the lineup is um, there's there's a lot of vari- there's a lot of variation. In the lineup, it's just the the, the horror stories you hear about oh the people, the, ty- the, the type year. of people that you go. Yeah, the, the horror stories are the, the the type of people that go there. You just don't want to be involved with them or be anywhere near them. Right. Um, this this it's year was bad. This year was bad enough. There, there are some amazing acts that they managed to book Reading and Leeds. Mm-hmm. I mean, Foo Fighters. Yeah. Uh, I mean, b- big names, like proper world-class acts. I think I, th- I think the worst thing for me is, is some of the acts that they, d- that they do announce for Reading and Leeds, I think would be so much better at download. Yeah. But obviously, because Live Nation owns them both, they won't do, they sort of won't do the crossover. Or if they do, it's the smaller bands that play both. It's so weird. I can't. I can't figure it out in my head as to why they would get those acts and we wouldn't. I mean, is, is download more niche? It, it, I, it might be. Um, I mean, or, or or is is the download crowd seen as too niche? Um, there's rumours that some bands won't play download because of the niche type of crowd, which it, which is a, a fucking shame. Um, there was rumours of blood bring me to the horizon won't play download because of some some people's view of them that attend download which I think is a shame because I think bring me to the horizon would smash it I mean we're not that bad are we Neil? well we're not (laughs) (laughs) Um, we're all different we're all different I mean it it is a very varied crowd at download and it's not Mm. like you know, let's take me for an example. I don't only like rock and metal. I like all kinds of music. Mm-hmm. I love Download because it's a great festival that plays music that I like. But I'm not someone that is going, oh, well, I don't like them and I don't like them. I'm not going to see them. They're rubbish. And I don't know some people do do that, but I'm not, you know, I'm just going for a good time. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> I know people are more discerning than me about metal and rock. And that's fine. But, not everybody's like that at download. I know you you have got a, a, a vastly um superior a wide knowledge about metal because you've been into it for a lot longer than I have. Mm-hmm. And 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 even you're not sort you're not really sort of you're you're positive no, about everybody, aren't you? Yeah, no, I'm not, I don't I I don't understand the elitism or of of again somebody else's taste being better than somebody else's. Um, but I think that that that's that stems from basically from as a teenager, I was always sort of laughed at for my choice in music or looked down because of my choice of music because it wasn't popular. It was at one time, but then when it didn't, but when it wasn't popular, the people I sort of like make fun of you for that type of music, which is a shame. And I don't, again. I don't know. I don't like. I don't like the whole elitist view. You like your thing. I like my thing. We can still get on. Do you know what I mean? And I wouldn't slag bands off to fuck that I don't like. I mean, 
I know, you know, I did have a little bit of a go at Tool last week, last last episode. Um, but then at the same time, I'm not saying, well, they're, they're shit and that's it. I'm just saying they're not my cup of tea. <laughs> but it doesn't mean um, that anybody else who does like them, in my opinion, is completely wrong. Because everyone's got their own taste. I, I don't... Th- I mean, unless people in you know, the position of booking bands or managing bands has this sort of idea that, oh, you can't do that festival uh, because they'll hate you or because somebody said something. I just think it's a load of shit. You know, just go and go and do your thing. Go and perform. You'll get people come and watch you. Of course you will. Well, we've got Diane Ward as proof, a recent proof of that. Now, there was a lot of people, myself included, was very shocked uh, at an act like Diane's Ward was being announced for download. Did I go to see them? No. Wasn't my cup of tea. Didn't like them. I'm not going to bother. But they had a huge crowd. Mm, yeah. And, and they were enjoyed by many. And I think the same could be said for the likes of Chaser Status a few years ago. Chaser Status are a great little sort of dance, drumming bass sort of act. And they were very well received. Um, I think, am I wrong in thinking that Pendulum have played Download? That same, sounds familiar. Same, 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 sort, same sort of genre, again, drum and bass sort of type music, but they get a good crowd and they get a, um, but they're not your typical metal bands. Oh, fuck me, The Prodigy. Yeah. Like, again, they are. they were a very popular act in the 90s and early 2000s. And then when they played Download, they they were amazing. I would love to have been there. So yeah, to have to have these sorts of different acts. Um, sure, I, I completely forgotten the point. I think it's I think it's weird if you only like one type of music. Yeah, I agree. Because there's everyone's got crossover things they like, and there's dis- different genres that that spill out onto other you know i just think it's it's wild to think that oh this band won't fit at this festival mm. i mean obviously there's, there's that, obvious ones that won't but you know it, it, there's there's so much crossover in in rock which is what the basic genre is that yeah. that, that that covers a huge number of different bands and i just think if anybody's thinking download is niche They've never been. I agree, and and, to be honest, and and on that, that's probably the one one positive thing I can say about Reading and Leeds is the varying style of music that play at that festival. Um, I'll reiterate: you'll never catch me there. But the lineup, the lineup is so varied every year. You've got metal acts, you've got alternate acts, but you've also got um, your Stormzies and your Lethal Bizzles and stuff stuff like that. The grime sort of scene as well. I think they had Liam Gallagher this year, who's yeah, just announced, true. who's just announced a massive tour as well. If if any of our listeners are into Liam Gallagher and Oasis, I'm not, but he he has a, a huge a huge tour coming up. Oh, they're millionaires, <laughs> you know, they're, they're wildly popular, but it's it's yeah. not something I would go and watch. Um, there's there's not enough on for me at Reading and Leeds that I'd think, oh well, you know, this justifies the price. That's mm-hmm. all. You know, that's. Uh, do 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 you reckon that could be because I, mean, I, I don't know? Have you ever been? Um, no, but I've looked at the. I always look at the lineup, and like Stormzy's not my cup of tea. Like, like grime stuff, I'm not really interested. Um, 
and it's just you know the, some of the some of the rock bands that they do have on are like but then yeah you know it's a lot of money to pay out just to go and see them i'd rather just go and see them yeah, on their um, own i mean Oh uh, yeah, I, I, I uh, again trying trying to just justify a festival price. If you're looking at just the bands, yeah, it, there's no point. I think there's, there's no point going literally just for say four or five bands over the whole weekend, because um, then you're not justifying the price. Again, I, I was happy. To, at the download pilot on. on the Sunday, I think you watched Saint Agnes and went home <laughs> because. <laughs> because of reasons uh, but the i mean despite how good the quality of bands were on the sunday you didn't get to experience it um no, which 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 i do which i do regret um I, I, again if circumstances were different um i probably I, I could have i could have definitely enjoyed it again like you say there was a lot of bands on that day that were amazing but i, I did this in 2019 at that, that uh, the normal download where on the Sunday I went home halfway through the day and missed out on Enna Shikari and Tool and and, and a Fever three 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 like really good in my opinion really really good bands. That's on me. I hold my hand up to that. I, I I fucked up. Which is crazy because you live for download. I wouldn't go that far. Oh, I would. <laughs> I would. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, you, you you research all the bands. You look at all your clashes. And you, which I've recently, which I've, re, re, which I've recently been doing again yeah, because there's so, enough fans no, on there. Don't you come can, to me with "I don't live for download" because I don't believe it. Maybe it's the music then. Maybe I, I live for the music. But um, yeah, for you to go home and miss a day is yeah, is massive for you. Yeah, um, they, like 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 I think we said before, it had to be something massive for me to disappear. I suppose you could say. So £235 for Reading and Leeds is probably worth it, actually, given the number yeah, of the, um, acts that are on. Yeah, and I mean, there, there, there is a lot that goes on. Um, or Again, so I've heard. Um, oh, we're talking about the bad things. Yeah, <laughs> not, not, not other features at the festival. We're talking about the shenanigans now. The, the, no, no, the festival has... Plenty of plenty of other features to justify the price. Obviously, the, the again the lineup is varied. There's more stages than download. Download only has four stages. Where I think I think Reading and Leeds alone has about six. So obviously, with with varying genres and other and and different sorts of um, artists. See, I was going to say, is Reading and Leeds aimed at a younger crowd? It, it seems to it seems to have gone that way over the last few years. Um, but then you look at acts like Liam Gallagher. I mean, he was out when you know he was out in the nineties. So he's not he's not looking out for eighteen year olds, is he? To buy his tunes. But I think, but I think o- Oasis are one of those bands that if you're absolutely off your face and you know the lyrics of Wonderwall, as I'm pretty certain most of us do, despite not liking Oasis, you're going to love to stand and have a sing-song. Do you know what I mean? I I can't stand Oasis' music. I, I take that back to when I'm being at uni and it was overplayed on the uni nights. Oh, yeah. Which, again, which, which again um, was only about 10 years ago, but it was, it was like eight, 18 to 21-year-olds who pissed on a night out were singing at the top of lungs Wonderwall. I didn't didn't like it. I walked home. <laughs> I walked away. <laughs> oh no! I, I, there were several occasions where Oasis came on. I just left the building. 
I'm that cynical. I know what you mean. I, I I don't listen to him. I've got some of their. In fact, I've got a couple of their albums and one or two singles, uh, but I never oh, listen no. to them. I've acquired them. You know the way you you, you acquire other people's CDs. I mean, sometimes you might need a coaster, or again, you could use <laughs> you could use, you could use the booklet to wipe your ass with. It's up to you. I think what got me was the the sort of attitude of Liam and and the sort of swagger of the, of the whole outfit. And I just it just grated yeah. against me really, and I just thought there's no need. No. And when there's when because there were there were targets for um, controversy, and when when one of them came out saying that they were bigger than Jesus, and everybody got very upset, and, <laughs> and you know, get, get a life, you know, <laughs> I just can't yeah, be bothered. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. Oh bloody hell! But yeah, um, he has a tour soon, apparently. You'll see. Um, Isle of Wight Festival, which I'm intrigued by. They have a very good lineup year on year. Um, there's a lot of pop rock. I think they had Manic Street Preachers play a couple of years ago, and I don't mind the Manic Street Preachers if, if I was totally honest. Again, I mean, my go-to is usually the metal and all sort of stuff, but that's sort all of pop rock. The guitar, the guitar pop music, or in uh, fuck me, it's indie, isn't it? It's not bloody pop rock. Indie music, I can get down to. In all honesty, I listen to Radio X. Yeah, I mean, their lineups have always intrigued me as well. And I mean, £195 for, I think, again, the same sort of time frame as Download, it's not, not bad. You, you, get some, you, you do get some decent acts that, um, that do turn up. Um, the Manics, just to make a small point about them, they were another band that were massively overplayed in the 90s to the point where I was uh-huh. irritated every time I heard them. <laughs> but now I can listen to them quite happily and actually enjoy it. It's weird what time it's because is. Yeah, well, it's because they're not played as much. Yeah. And I, and, 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 and I totally get that. Like, I mean, I feel the likes of Oasis have been, in my opinion, overplayed constantly for the last 25, 30 years, where someone like the Man Street Preachers, they did their bit in the, the late 90s, 2000s. They did their bit, and then they got they went away a bit. So when you hear them on the... When you... I mean, they have put music out since then. Obviously, I'm not saying they've disappeared. Um, but when you do hear one of their old classic tracks on the radio, you just think, oh, I remember this one. This is a banger. But you might not have liked it when it came out. I'm looking at the Isle of Wight Festival lineup poster. Mm-hmm. Um, tickets for that are 195, according to our latest post on mm-hmm. Festipod Instagram. Um, Friday, you've got Lewis Capaldi, Lionel Richie. Niall Rogers and Sheik, who I've just watched recently. Um, uh-huh. I like Lyle Ritchie, but I wouldn't necessarily go and watch him. Um, it, I'm the them- same with Lewis Capaldi. I'm the same with Lewis Capaldi. I, but I, I think Lewis Capaldi's got more, more, it's more banter about him than say I enjoy his music. I think as a person, he's absolutely hilarious. But would I sit down and listen to one of his records? No, because it'd probably either put me to sleep or make me cry. We don't want that. Saturday, you've got Kasabian Pete Tong playing his Ibiza classics um, with his orchestra, which uh, I think I've been to a version of that. I don't think I've been to a Pete Tong one. I think it went to a Hacienda one in Manchester where they were playing all the um, uh, sort of 90s dance tunes played by an orchestra. It's quite good, actually. Uh, Blossoms as well. Um, so we're talking indie, really. Uh, Sunday, we've got Muse. 
who have played down Shut there before. Up. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but then um, supporting Muse, we've got Rudimental and Tom Grennan. Muse are playing Isle of Wight next year. I did not realise that. That's what it says here. I've dropped the ball big time because, because again, we go we go back to the conversation about um, bands that quote unquote shouldn't play download, which is bollocks because Muse got a lot of flack for being announced for download by certain people on the forums and that. But in my mind, they are a heavy rock act that they should always are. play Muse, always play download. I don't know why they haven't played download since 2015. Yeah. I'd watch them, absolutely. If you've watched them live, they're, they're, they are incredible. I'm sad that um, I missed them again, the year that they did play. Yeah, well, yeah go to the Isle of Wight Festival. It's only £195. Yeah, but then <laughs> there's there's so much that I'm like, Craig David is, is on. I'm, I'm not, you know, it's not my cup of tea. Um, well, you don't think you could get down to Craig David? It, well, it, well, this this is the, the same old things we've been talking about. He's one of them that was absolutely overplayed. Yep. Uh, in the early two thousands, uh, to the point where I yep. just switch it off because I've had enough. <laughs> um, uh, there was even a point where I bumped into him in, in Manchester Airport. I was going on a holiday and uh, with two friends, and they wanted a photograph with him, and I didn't. Did you take the photograph? Then he sort of said, sorry, do you want a photograph as well? He went, no, thanks. <laughs> that would have been a nice story. But no, um, what happened was um, we were uh, going into the airport from the car park into the lift to go into the terminal. Um, and he walked up to the lift and saw that there was people in there and didn't get in. The doors shut and we moved. And I clocked instantly who it was and there's me going craig david you know like that uh, selector <laughs> doing that that sort of volume yeah. in the lift <laughs> because he's gone now you know i can i can take the piss as much as i like but then what happens is the lift for some reason goes back down again um, oh. the doors open and there he is and he gets in with his manager or whoever i don't know some bloke do you reckon, um, do you reckon he heard you yeah <laughs> Yeah, of course he did. Them he's lifts are not soundproof. So there's me fucking urging, mortified. He's urging, urging, he's urging come back for revenge or something. Like, who <laughs> said I, it? I'm just, who, I'm just facing the other me? way. I'm facing the other way. And he, he gets in and we go into the terminal together. He walks off and I'm still mortified <laughs> because apparently he hates that. If you don't know what I'm talking about, it's from Bo Selector, a Channel 4 comedy show in the early 2000s where Lee Francis, who now plays Keith Lemon, uh, used to put on rubber masks and impersonate celebrities. They used to do this impression of Craig David going, Craig David, come here, Kaz. Um, and all of that. Uh, and that's... <laughs> Fucking hell, do you know what? That's a banging impression. I think it might be your accent. <laughs> your northern twang. <laughs> uh, yeah, so there's there's my um, experience of meeting him. But yeah, I don't want to see him on stage. No thanks. Um, but no. you've also got Shaggy there, another 90s star, Happy Mondays, Mavis Staples, who I'm not aware of, UB40 featuring Ali Campbell... Wow. Fuck me. UB40. That's an. Fuck me. They're older than you and I combined, Neil. That, I'm that's surprised you know who UB40 is. Um, you've got the. Oh, no. My, 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 par- my parents love them. <laughs> oh, um, parents love them. And again, and again, like, 
Uh, red, red, wow. Oh, you've heard it like a hundred times. Oh, yeah. It's just oh, like... absolutely. I, think, I do actually think that this Isle of Wight festival is geared towards older sort of people um, because you've got obviously Lionel Richie, um, Niall Rogers, uh, you've got uh, uh, Pete Tong, who arguably was famous in the 90s as well. I've worked at a Pete Tong gig. I uh, Do you know what it was? It was at a festival. It was at Creamfields. Oh, bloody hell. You really have, you worked at Creamfields? Yeah. But, uh, but that was fun. No, <laughs> it absolutely <laughs> wasn't. I did. This is back in the days when you could work a 24-hour shift and nobody battered an eyelid. Um, so I did a 24-hour shift in the trans tent, which by the end of it, you know, it's possible to listen to 24 hours of trance because I did it um, and I was my head was mashed at the end of it. Uh, Pete Tong was in there playing his tunes. Uh, I must have been about 18, I don't know, a long time ago. Um, but yeah, hated every second of it. And uh, yeah, anyway, there's lots I could say about Creamfields. Uh, f- suffice to say, I don't like the festival. Um, so yeah, Isle of Wight Festival is, is it, looks, it looks fairly harmless, doesn't it? Um, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of bands on for 195 quid. Uh, it's on in June, that one, just before download. Well, just after download, I think. 16th to the 19th. Yep. Uh, and then you've got Bloodstock for 152 quid for a standard ticket. Yep, that's my one. All right, off I go. Um, yeah, it, it, again, it's a, it's a 20,000 capacity festival. Obviously, you've got your big main stage, two small, two smaller stages. One hosts all the, what is called the New Blood stage. So that's all your unsigned bands that, that have come through the um, Battle of the Bands program, which is called Metal to the Masses, which plays all over the country. And you know, Sophie Lancaster stage, which... Uh, it, that, that houses some of the bands that would probably do the dog tooth stage at, at down at the smaller I love stage. The dog tooth stage. It's one of my favourite stages. I've all, all four. Yeah. <laughs> out, of, out of all four, that that has that has some absolutely cracking bands play, and I and they've they've actually I may have mentioned this in previous podcasts. They've actually extended the capacity for that tent because. In 2019, there were a lot of complaints about not being able to get in to see 12 Foot Ninja and Ginger. That rhymes. So yeah, so the Dog 2 stage is getting bigger and the the acts in there are getting better. But Bloodstock, again, it's a four-day festival. It was five days this year because they thought they wanted to add an extra day for us not being able to go last year, which was nice of them. But it's a four-day festival and the, the VIP option, if you wanted to pitch your own tent VIP, is £300, which is only a little bit more than doing your standard ticket at download. And after having experienced it and doing it myself, I'd recommend doing the VIP. Um, The biggest drawing for me was the VIP tent that had 50 different ciders and beers all lined up um, in their kegs, easy to pour. And it just, it it blew my mind just seeing it. It's like a massive row of these kegs and casks. Um, Yeah, that was a big drawing for me. I know you say that, but in my mind, all of that is like craft beer. And and it's and it's flat and it's like no, it's 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 not it's not cra- no 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 okay so we're going on right you open up a can of worms now um, craft beer and real ale are totally different it's the oh, real it? ale that the, the, the bloodstock do not the crafts oh right <laughs> okay yeah wind your neck in 
Yeah, it's the um, it's it's real ales. I just hate uh, paying for a pint that's awful. <laughs> that's all because that's something. Do you remember we went in Donington? We went into that little pub, um, and we had some. I don't know what it was, some local cider or something, and it was it was yeah. flat and it was crap. And I thought, why the fuck have I bought this? And I had to finish it because the landlord was looking at me. So so flat cider is usually scrumpy, which is usually quite strong. Um, and you're not supposed to nail it, although you can because it's still. Um, and that's how people get really, really pissed on scrumpies because it's, it's it's just basically fucking apple juice. I don't think I ordered scrumpy. It was something else. Um, so uh, Bloodstock um, is highly recommended by you. There's a, there's a fair few bands on. They're all good, and the VIP options are nice. Um, so how much are you paying for VIP if you're not paying uh, the 152 for a standard ticket? You're paying three hundred pound. So basically double. Yeah. So yes, it's it's, it's basically basically double. Um, it's not just the beer tent that drew me. And you are you literally rub shoulders with some of the acts. Um, I I spoke to and I met the band members from Raised by Owls um, this year, which I think I mentioned on, my, on the last podcast. Did you meet quite a few drummers there, do you? It was the drummer I was speaking to. As it as it happens, I'm not surprised. Um, who else to see? So there's a band called Voyager who I'd recommend to anybody to, to, to give a listen to. Um, who they literally sat down next. I think uh, they sat down next to us when we were having our breakfast. <laughs> so hey, <laughs> so literally when I say when they, when, they, when they say you're rubbing shoulders in the in the VIP guest area, you literally are. So if you want to have that sort of experience of meeting. Your idols, maybe if you want to put if you want to put uh, put it like that, then do it. I'm always excited when you see bands walking amongst you at download, like they're just regular punters. I always I'm quite excited by that because I'm a sad bastard. <laughs> no, 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 no. I saw the um, the lead singer for Barry Tomorrow walk straight past me, um, and we'd literally just seen him on stage not about an hour before. And it was almost as if, like, my arm had got up to almost grab him. Say, no, come back. He's gone. Then we've got uh, 2,000 Trees, next cheapest, at 147. Yes. Um, I've obviously we've spoken about, obviously, some of the, some of the acts that are playing there. They, that is a much smaller festival than the, any of the festivals we've mentioned so far. Um, but they do draw in some big acts. Next year, Jimmy World, who is a massive pop-punk band when I was a teenager, and I imagine that a lot of people would be quite keen to see them. Obviously, we've mentioned Idols, Thrice. Um, the Amazons, uh, Up. Yeah, the Amazons, yep, yeah, Up, Chubby and the Gang. Um, and for £147, I think it's it, that, that's a good reasonable price, um, which then links into the next festival we're going to talk about, Arctan Gen, who, again, that's a bit more of... Um, it's more niche towards your prog sort of type metal, hardcore sort of bands. Hundred and thirty pound. Hundred and thirty pounds. Um, as it stands, is one hundred and thirty pounds. That's an early bird price, by the way. But if you want to do two thousand trees and Arctan Gen, you can book them together for two hundred and fifty pounds oh, and go to two deal. festivals. Uh, yeah, and go to two festivals in one summer. Two hundred fifty quid for. I think they're, they're both three-day three festivals. One's in July, one's in August. I think that's a fucking banging deal. 250 quid, two festivals. I'd, uh, that's, that's, just, that's cheaper than one download ticket, for Christ's sake. Arctangent, you've got Opeth, Tesseract, Cult of Luna, Mono, Perturbator, Enslaved. 
Intervals. There's so many bands. There's a, like, loads. Mm. The previous lineups um, the last few years have had some big names that have made their way onto second and main stage at Download. So, I mean, the reason that you go to the smaller festivals is so you can tell your mates in 25 years, I saw them before they got big. And these festivals that we're going to, okay, from 2003 festivals onwards, like these are the, these are the festivals that are going to have those bands that you will be able to say in years to come, I saw them before they were big. Then you've got Truck Fest at £140 on in July, end of July. This was more up your alley. Well, I mean, they had Royal Blood due to play, didn't they, for this yes. year, but then it got cancelled. Yeah, um, that was the only reason that it even caught my attention. I'd never heard of Truck Fest before. But yeah, uh, they it's, it's a bit more indie, I think, as a festival. Although the, the Idols um, are on the lineup, or they were. They, I can see a picture of them playing here. Um, Let's have a look and see if I can find their lineup for 2020. Oh, this is, I've, I've got the lineup for this year. Um, the Kooks, Royal Blood, Idols, um, Bombay Bicycle Club, who I don't know, uh, Blossoms. There's a, yeah, it's the Pigeon Detectives. It's quite it's it's quite indie, I would say, as opposed to rock metal. Um, but you know that's that's fine as well. I mean, Royal Blood are playing and they're headlining. Uh, that this is 2021 so that it's happened and it was sold out actually so it's very popular there's a lot of bands here you know it's a, it's a big lineup of bands so for 140 quid i think that's well worth the money it's just a shame they were sold out it must be a smaller festival though um in terms of capacity but despite that there's so many bands on yeah you sport for choice um again that's what i mean by these these smaller festivals they do throw out these really, really, really good bands that you may not get to see at Download for whatever reason. Um, so yeah, and that's why we're doing the price guide, really, and that's why we were mentioning all these, all these, these festivals because there could be bands on there that you may not think that would be at Download that you can go and see for a reasonable price, a lot less money. Um, yeah, Radar Festival on the bang end of July. That's one hundred and ten pounds. This doesn't have any camping. This is just this is just a three day festival. Um, I think in the same venue, Guildford. Um, yep, yeah, um, just over the week, just over that weekend. Um, no camping involved whatsoever. It popped up out of nowhere and had some really good um, bands in. I think Tesseract were due to play one one, one year, the first year they, they they came on. Vola, who I'm a, I'm a massive fan of, um, Danish prog band. If you if you if you're interested to um, have a nose. They were due to play the first year as well that they came about. So whilst there's no camping, it's not like, again, like the traditional festivals in that sense, it's definitely worth a look because some of the acts they do have are quite big. Hacken. A band that I'm sure has played Download in the past. Um, but they're, they're, yeah. Hacktivist. We like Hacktivist. They opened the main stage of Download in 2017. They're, they're really, really enjoyable. Foxjaw. Oh, I fucking love Foxjaw. I know you do. Um, have, have, have I ever mentioned that? <laughs> um, yeah, there's, yeah, absolutely. Take a look at um, Radar Festival. It's on at the end of July next year. There's a lot of, I mean, I have to say, it's not a massive festival, which is probably why there isn't any camping, but it looks, it looks great. There's a lot of bands on. And that is actually, that is uh, for Radar, £110, which I think is very good value for money. Yeah. Then you've got um, Teddy. Then Rocks. we move on to Teddy Rocks, which spoke spoke quite a bit about earlier and mentioned obviously all their um, the acts that are playing there. 
um, I only I only mentioned a handful. Uh, the lot there is. Um, I'm not sure if it's the full lineup that's been announced, but there is a, a, a long lineup um, that has been announced. Terravision. I haven't heard of them since the nineties. I loved used to love Terravision. I've never. Oh, I think I've heard the name, but oh, I've never great. really listened to them. Uh, the Fratellis are on at Teddy Rocks. Eagles of Death. Met, <laughs> I've just spotted the Wurzels. <laughs> <laughs> of course, yeah, the bloody words was playing. Nice old cunt, cunt, nice old country music. Nice little cunt, cunt, country music. We have. Sorry, he's, he's just stuttering there. He was trying to say country, but he came out as cunt, cunt, country. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a nobody lot. Would, nobody would, nobody would have noticed it if you if you hadn't said no, it. No, nobody would have heard you repeating the word cunt. Um, so with this, there's a lot of bands on Teddy Rocks. So have a look at their their lineup teddy rocks fest is their insta uh, and that is on at 105 105 pounds please 105 pounds then we've got tech fest at 95 pounds this this is the one for me that is the most value for money festival four day festival camping included and with bands like loathe ohms which is spelled o-h-h-m-s um red method uh sertraline who are both playing the body takeover in a, a download next year in me black walker empire and divine chaos while some people may have not heard of those bands they are fantastic and for 95 pounds to get just those bands alone it's a bargain and not to mention their vip ticket is 147 pounds wow that's more like it isn't it exactly if it wasn't at the end of june i'd go but i know i'm gonna spunk all my cash at download so <laughs> oh yeah um oh yes i'm looking at um the lineup here and they've got what looks like three stages Cool. So then we've got uh, Slam Dunk, also at £95. That's on about the same time as Download, to be honest. It's the week before in 2022. It's in Leeds on the 3rd of June and then in in Hatfield in the south of England um, on the 4th. So it's a day festival, one in the north, one in the south. And they have all your, your, your pop punk... Um, your metalcore sort of type bands as well. Um, and it's just a day festival, but it's got loads of different stages that you can obviously run around to and obviously do your clash find and stuff like that. £100 for a day festival, though. Well, that's getting on download sort of prices. Um, yeah. But I would I mean, like to go, funnily enough. It does sound quite good. Their lineups are always really good, but I think... I think if, if I'm gonna if, if I'm gonna do that, then there's no point doing download because the the genre of music is very very similar. So I mean, you you'd be you could do you could do Slam Dunk the week before download and have the same music again the week after. And then you've got Incineration Festival, which I don't know anything about. Seventy five pounds. This is an, a very 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 intriguing one to me. It's a black metal festival. It's four different venues in Camden. Yeah, for £75, four different venues. I think that's reasonable, especially seeing as one of the headline acts is Emperor, which are a huge, and I mean huge, blackmail acts from Europe. So I think that is a justifiable price. And it's in May, on the 7th of May next year. Is that happening at, um, is it in London, that? Camden. Camden. Camden, four different venues in Camden, um, all included, all included in the one price. You lit- you'd literally just be walking all over Camden 
listening to black metal, listening to heavy metal. You'd love that, wouldn't you? Camden's amazing. Have you been? I don't believe I have, no. Camden is really sort of rocky in a sort of metal sort of bar sort of area. It's really, really, um, really, really good areas to go to. Um, I wouldn't spend most of my nights there. Obviously, Landon at night, a bit scary, but yeah. (laughs) And then you've got Damnation Festival at £60. Uh, the 5th of November, 22, the BEC Arena in Manchester. I do not know where that is. The BEC Arena. No idea. Must be must be a new venue. So it's a day festival. That's the 5th of November in 2022. They still haven't done their festival this year, which is on the 6th of November, Leeds University Student Union. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. Yep, and they've got, they've, again, their, their sort of genre, again, is your more extreme sort of type metal. I've got, they've got uh, doom metal, uh, hardcore type bands. So the bands that I recognise, Bosque, Pie Cannon, uh, is that, oh, they used this year. Yeah, Pie Cannon. Again, if you look at the poster, you've got all black and white names on there, apart from Pie Cannon, which is all in like <laughs> pink and green and yellow. Yes, it's like a children's um, band or something. Yeah. Uh, Winterfella, for who I saw at Bloodstock this year, um, they are a British traditional black metal, um, tra- uh, traditional black metal in the sense coming from Norway or Finland, um, but they're they're British and they make some really, really good music if you're into your, your, your black metal. Before I say this, um, I want to apologise for my um, mind, which conjured this up. I saw the band Urn, U-R-N-E, but unfortunately, yeah, when I when I read that, it came out as urine, and I nearly said that, <laughs> so I want to apologise for my <laughs> misjudgment. Urn, it is urn. not urine, urn. Although urine is quite a good name for a black metal band, I think. I guarantee there's one about. <laughs> guarantee it. I guarantee you put into Google urine and then band i guarantee there's a band called urine oh, that sounds fun i would go and see that <laughs> <laughs> but they're not on at uh, damnation so uh not not this time anyway so no. um hopefully we've given you some thoughts about uh, different festivals that you might like to consider if 268 pounds for download is just that little bit too far beyond your budget there are some alternatives there for you so uh don't forget you can ask us any questions that you've got or give us your viewpoints by sending us a message on social media tell us what you were planning on doing for your festivals outside of download next year tell us about one we've missed or just give us your opinion on what we've said just search for FestPod on the socials or go to festpod.co.uk. Oh dear. Festpod.co.uk and click on message. Next up, we're going to hear what's coming out of your mouth on social media. In this section, we're going to hear your answer to our question online. When we asked, what's your favourite piece of merch? Now, I love merch. My uh, cupboard uh, and and drawers are full of merch. It's more merch than normal people's clothes, unfortunately. Um, (laughs) Which is a shame because I don't like to wear the merch (laughs) because I like like to keep it nice. Um, But I do occasionally wear bits of merch. Um, Now, merch is quite expensive as well. That's the only other thing. It's cheaper to wear normal people's clothes. 
and uh, and do that. But um, there are lots of uh, answers to this question when we asked it. Uh, a lot of people have bits of merch that they keep keep for best. And uh, have you got a favourite bit of merch, Lee? I do. Uh, when I went and saw Foxjaw in May, I've got um, I've got a long sleeve T-shirt. Lee loves a long sleeve sleeve T-shirt. Everything I buy merchandise these days, it's a long sleeve T-shirt. Love them. So Foxjaw were, were selling them quite cheaply, I might add. But I think it was about ten, fifteen pounds for for this long sleeve T-shirt, and I was quite quite happy with that. And on the front of it is the Royal Swan album cover with Foxjaw and Royal Swan on the sleeves. The thing that makes this one of my favourite pieces of merch is that the person that sold it to me was a member of the band and. I was just totally clueless about who this person was. I thought he was just some geezer selling the merch. But um, this long blonde haired uh, chap uh, passed me the t-shirt. I give the cash, said thank you, blah, blah, blah. And then about 20 minutes later, he's up on the stage. I love that. I didn't realise. And I thought to myself, fuck me, I've just spoken to the band members and I didn't realise who, who, who they were. That's really bad. But yeah. And it wasn't the drummer. <laughs> For a change. Um, yeah. Now, we've had some comments on Facebook. Matthew Clark says, not from a festival, but my favourite piece of merch is my Ace of Spades album that the original Motorhead guitar player signed after his last live show before his death. Wow. Um, yeah. That's really cool. It is. That's really special. I bet that never sees the light of day. I bet that's ensconced away somewhere covered in cling film or something nicely packed somewhere where no children or animals can get at it and it's safe forever in x in inexorable 73 i think that's how you pronounce that probably that's it it means it cannot be stopped ah hey you learn something new every day thank you very much um that's that's a strange one um their original download little power bank were the first ones that came out. So they've got a power bank with download on it. So they got from the festival. That's quite cool. I don't know if I remember those. No, I don't. I don't. Um, so I remember there might be before, definitely probably before I started going. Um, maybe, yeah, that's quite, that's quite cool. Again, that'd be quite unique. I imagine. Cause obviously I imagine some people, um, would either chuck them, give them back if it's that deposit scheme sort of thing. And see, he's kept his, and it still works too, apparently. Uh, do you know what I, I love? A few years ago, when they started doing the download plastic cup things, you know, they, where you, they give you a pint, when you buy a pint, you get it in a plastic sort of beaker thing and it's download branded and there was a point where you could there were lots of different designs and you could collect them i think it was the first year that they introduced it and i made it my mission to try and get one of each i've got most of them and i'm quite jealous of people who've got (laughs) all of them but i use them all the time my cupboard's full of them. Um, whether it be the download ones, or the bloodstock ones, because bloodstock do the same sort of thing. Um, yeah, my cupboard's full of like plastic cups from venues, and then, then again, download bloodstock. I think I got some from Twickenham. Um, because there are I, so many of, of them. <laughs> there are so many designs. Yeah. You end up having tons of them, and and they're just they're great. They're durable. They've lasted ever since, and I just can't stop using them. The dear download podcast. They just, I think this is a bit of a unique merchandise that probably wasn't at download, or if it was, this is, this is quite funny. 
Um, they have the I Got Fucked at Download t-shirt from 2007. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's a long time ago. I don't, I don't know if I've seen that t-shirt. No, and I know, I know Download, obviously, it started in 2003, so this is one of the early, early days festivals, and they've got that I Got Fucked at Download t-shirt, which is quite cool. I'm gutted that I never managed to get the 2013 Download t-shirt, because that was my first download, and uh, because I was working, it never... And you don't carry cash when you're working on a job like that, so I, I never managed mm. to get myself... I didn't realise I was going to start going every year either, so I never got... And, and you know, I have looked on eBay to try and find a 2013 uh, Download Dog t-shirt or whatever and that yeah you just don't see them you just don't see them I'm gutted that's the one thing i'm gutted about not getting um but dean trench on facebook loves a tour t-shirt and his favorite piece of merch is uh from stone sour oh don't mind stones oh no i'm not, I'm not I, I prefer slip knife i'm honest but I don't mind stone sour don't mind um carl willoughby uh loves t-shirts and hoodies um but his 2019 download hoodie is his main go-to they're very comfortable hoodies actually from download i mean they're very expensive so i should hope so but um yeah i think that's what they've started putting red accents on their hoodies which is nice they've gone into a different direction with their design which is very nice uh daniel george hurry has written, my Leonard Skinnerd trucker. Now, I think he means trucker's cap. Yes, um, that's what I would take from that. If, uh, yeah, if you say trucker, I reckon trucker's hat. Yeah, Leonard, Leonard Skinnerd trucker's cap. That does sound quite cool, actually. Yeah. Kirsty, 01773. We met Kirsty, didn't we, at the pilot? Yes. Um, uh, she says, my current favourite is my download pilot hoodie. It's so, so comfy. My favourite ever is the T-shirt won at a Shinedown gig after entering a competition that they ran on Instagram. That's Fair nice, play. isn't it? That's nice. Look, I did love you, winning merch at gigs. There's no nicer feeling. <laughs> did you notice on the the pilot um, merchandise, she's got the, do- the, the download dog's head on it. Did you notice that he's putting the swab down the back of his throat? Oh, no, I haven't seen that. Uh, no, I honestly, I honestly, I only cl- I clocked it about <laughs> three weeks ago. That's like, fun. I like oh that. yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Um, I managed to see Download Dog in person for the first time after all these years at Download Pilot, which is in the video as well on Wilco Productions YouTube page. So if you've never seen him either, you can share in my experience when I filmed it. Um, I don't know why this just you just want to see the mascots. You want to see the mascots. Um, I've only ever seen him once. I was I'd, I'd, I'd gone back to camp for whatever reason in 2017, and. And he was he was stood there with some fans where he had like um carrier bags around his around his paws on his feet. Um while uh while like walking through the trouncing through the mud. Oh. Um so that is it. Um if you uh, like what you've heard, please give us a review wherever you found us and look for us on the socials by searching for FestPod. Thanks for listening to us. We will be back again soon with another episode of FestPod, the unofficial download festival guide. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye. A Wilco Productions podcast. Come here, Kaz. 
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Festpod, the unofficial rock festival guide, is part of the Acast Creator Network.